Welcome to a new edition of the Neon Jazz Interview Series with jazz saxophonist and composer Quinson Natchoff on the 2023 CD Stars and Constellations. This new album draws inspiration from mythology that tries to make sense of the expansive cosmos. Uniting a cordless jazz trio with bassist Mark Helios and drummer Dan Weiss, joined by the Bergamot Quartet and one track by the Rhythm Method String Quartet. It dissolves any division between jazz and classical. It's a great sound, very unique. We cover this album, Surviving the Pandemic, the future ahead, and so much right more. Right on, Quincy. Enjoy. Great to catch up with you again. Thank you for taking a minute out for Neon Jazz. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for having me here. Before we do get into Stars and Constellations, <laughs> I want to know, how did you get through the pandemic? You know, it did, it, it, it really did its thing to the artists and musicians around the world. So how did you make it through it? And how good does it feel to have material coming out now? Oh, I feel that, well, yeah, look, the positive feels amazing to finally be able to release a bunch of the work that I sort of ended up trying to get done during the pandemic. It was, yeah, like everybody or so many performing artists, it was just, <laughs> it was really challenging to try to stay focused on everything. But uh, I, I, it was, in a way, I tried to take advantage of it and sort of took some courses and got into some things that I wouldn't have been able to do uh, otherwise. Like, I had sort of, we all had prolonged periods of time where we could kind of focus on things. So I kind of got into some uh, different stuff. I got into some computer stuff that I hadn't really had time to do before, which was kind of fun and interesting. I've been working with this physicist. Um, in Toronto, Stephen Morris, off and on on a couple of projects. And this kind of gave me a chance to like dig into being able to relate to some of his material a little better. So I, I jumped into this software program called Opus Modus that lets me take data and turn it into music notation um, and sort of started experimenting and playing around with that. And uh, that normally, under normal uh, performing circumstances would not have been possible, but during the pandemic, I, uh, gave me an opportunity to spend a bunch of months really digging into it. And that kind of helped lead to the new record in a way, because I could deal with some of the, he helped me uh, do a 3D model of one of the constellations, and I used that to manipulate it and come up with some of the material for uh, the third piece on the album. That's wonderful. I mean, that's, so I guess that's my next question, kind of getting into it more. How, what were the artistic motivators and and ultimately what led you through creating this project a few different things i mean the the initial one was uh i my one of my first records was with string quartet and and jazz trio uh out on song lines i think it was uh 2004 or something uh, with uh jim black and mark elias and a string quartet led by my friend natalie bonin who i wrote a violin concerto for on the previous record um, and I kind of wanted to reach back and revisit that uh, pretty well 20 years, almost 20 years later. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um, I wanted to see, uh, well, at that time when I first wrote stuff, it was much more coming out of a jazz context. It was more uh, p uh, pieces in a way, like shorter pieces that were more like uh, launching points for improvising um, and more like uh, you know, ABA type form or they weren't experimenting with form so much. And then I think that's sort of the biggest thing that I've transitioned through in the last 20 years is exper you know, exploring form a lot more and longer forms and finding ways to, to, to explore a longer narrative in a way, like a longer story and the way that that will shape and change over a longer piece. So as you 
as you know, on this new record, the shortest piece is 14 minutes long. Not exactly great for radio play, but uh, it, it lets me explore things differently than if I was just writing a six or seven minute piece. And then um, I was thinking a little bit more conceptually about each piece. So they, two of them are inspired by uh, constellations and uh, sort of the mytho mythopoetic, which I didn't know was a word, I learned as a word, mythopoetic uh, ideas of, of um, astrology. I'm not so interested in it as a actual something to dive into, but I like the idea of this uh, sort of global narratives that have they're in society and that we are still using and still refer to. I like, I love the idea of, of the Scorpio and, and Sagittarius as the archer. Scorpio is the the scorpion and they're locked in this eternal battle. So the two pieces, the two bookend pieces on the album are Scorpio and then Sagittarius is the last one. Um, sort of wanted to explore the idea of these two bookend pieces. Um, and then in the middle is a, a piece called Pendulum and that uses just the, the basic physics of a pendulum uh, but then mapped onto the whole 14 minute piece. So we have this slow form of the swinging pendulum that gets faster and faster in different musical manifestations. So we'll have like the the, the rhythms very slowly over the 14 minutes get closer together and faster. And then the harmony changes as well. It goes from really wide sweeping changes in, in dark to bright harmony. And then it sort of settles on something in the middle by the end. So these kind of larger formal things are something that I've become a lot more interested in. So what are you hoping ultimately the audience, the listener gets from this? I think it's, I, I'm looking at it like a, like a novel in a way. So there, there, there are hopefully a lot of different layers. There are different levels. So you can appreciate it just as a story, like from beginning to end, it should have a feeling of you're starting on a journey and you, you get to follow the narrative along the story and what happens to the characters as they go from the beginning to the end that if you want to dig into it a little bit more, there are all these other layers to it as well. You can look for those and try to find connections, some, some of the science-y kind of stuff I'm talking about a little bit, or, uh, yeah, that kind of thing. I, the idea is that it's, it, it can be read like a story on its own or listened to as a story on its own, or you can start digging into it more if that's something that is of interest to you. So I guess that's the other part of this is that, you know, the the jazz community really took a hit. I mean, there was a lot of people leaving big cities and there was a lot of, you know, things that were going on during the pandemic. Are you noticing that things are stronger now, that things have kind of rebounded? Yes, I'd say in the last year, uh, year, yeah, year and a half, it took, it took a while. I mean, it, it's, and I still don't even, I still don't think it's quite back to what it was before, but it's certainly... Certainly much, much, a lot more is happening now. I'm doing a lot more work, sideman stuff, see people out there pushing their projects, making things happen. Um, so it, it, but we did lose a lot of clouds. That's, that was, that was tough. Like, especially here in New York, we lost, uh, you know, there aren't that many to begin with and we lost a bunch of them. Then it's, it's tough. It's, it's hard to find spots to play. But people, there's just, just so many creative people out there wanting to do their thing. So, that's the community is still really great and really strong and trying to get their work out there. So that's always a great thing. But yes, yeah, slowly, slowly, slowly and steadily, I think it's, it is still growing and coming back. 
So, Quentin, if anybody wants to pick up the new album, learn about any live shows, anything that might be coming up in your world, where's the best place for them to go to do that? Uh, probably my website would have all that info. Um, www.quinson.com, Q-U-I-N-S-I-N.com. Um, have a big show coming up, just about to head up to Toronto. Uh, the next big project is kind of an epic one, working with the scientist I met, mentioned, physicist Stephen Morris. His area of research is patterns in nature, um, emergent patterns in nature. So he's looking at pretty well anything that we see in the natural world and analyzing it in a, in a from a physics perspective. Um, but we did a big project uh, breaking his area of research down into four areas, uh, branches, flow, cracks, and ripples. And I wrote a 40-minute piece, but four-movement work with uh, 10 minutes uh, exploring each of these areas, written for a chamber ensemble with jazz improvisers, and worked with four filmmakers. Um, so we kind of did this multimedia Epic adventure. Um, we just premiered it here at Hunter College in New York, and we did a record Octaven Studio that went really well. And I'm just about to head up to Toronto. Uh, we're going to do a concert up there with it. If anybody is in Toronto, um, but uh, say watch for that. That's going to come out probably end of next year. And I have a quintet quartet trio album with Dan Weiss, Mark Elias, uh, Yuhan Su on vibraphone. Um, and uh, Christopher Hoffman on cello that uh, is in the can, and that'll probably come out next year as well. And a dual record with Mark Elias. So, yeah, speaking to your <laughs> your point about the pandemic, yes, it, uh, it sort of jumped in and into a lot of projects after that. Just try to try to get things going again. So it feels good to be out working with people, writing music, making music. Yeah, that's all good stuff. Right on, man. Quinson, this has been great. Thank you so much for opening up about the album. Best of luck with it. I appreciate it. And I'm sure we'll catch up again down the line. Awesome. Thank you, man. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening and tuning in to another Neon Jazz interview. We'll give you a bit of insight into the finest players and minds in New York City, Kansas City, and spots all over the globe giving fans all that jazz. Thanks to Quinson for coming back to Neon Jazz and for another tasty story about an album. If you want to hear more Neon Jazz interviews, you can find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to us at YouTube, and for everything Neon Jazz, go to the neonjazz.blogspot.com. Until next time, enjoy the jazz, my friends. Neon Jazz.